Today we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension, the end of the life of Jesus after 40 days of appearing to them, speaking about the kingdom, and even answering questions. As we hear in the first reading, Jesus leads them to Bethany, and he ascends. As he ascends, this says the, 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 the gospel, he blesses them. The last thing the disciples saw of Jesus in his sacred humanity was this blessing. Jesus, till the end, is loving them. And as he blesses them, he commissions them. This Gospel of Luke is kind of similar to Matthew 28, the Great Commission. That's why one of the aspects of the Feast of the Ascension is that this is the beginning of the mission of the church. All Jesus did in his public life, all his teachings, all his life, is meant to be continued, prolonged, made present through the church, through these apostles. And that's why Jesus, before ascending, he gives them these last instructions. This, in some ways, kind of the great commission in the in the Gospel of Luke and Acts of the Apostles. Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So first he says, stay in the city. You will receive the power of the Holy Spirit. The Greek word there is dynamis, and it's the English word dynamite. No, Jesus is saying, you will receive this explosive force inside your souls. And then you will be my witnesses. The Greek for witness is martyria, in English, martyrs. So you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So Jesus ascends, but he leaves the church. He ascends and he empowers the church with the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the church can be the presence of Christ in the world. And then you read Acts of the Apostles and, and you see the fulfillment of this mission that started. You see the boldness of Peter, John, Stephen, Paul. You see that they receive that power and they begin to proclaim Christ. Well, this idea of the mission of the church being equipped with the Holy Spirit is fitting to reflect on the last sacrament. As you know, we have been reflecting during Easter on the seven sacraments. And the sacrament that we can reflect today is the sacrament of confirmation. Because the sacrament of confirmation is a sacrament that is connected with sharing your faith and not being ashamed. I'm going to put you on your spot. Raise your hands now like those who have been confirmed in your Catholic faith. Okay, I'm not taking a list, but this is such a beautiful sacrament, the sacrament of confirmation. It completes Christian initiation. It completes the grace and deepens the grace you have received in the day of your baptism. And it has many fruits. For one, it increases everything baptism gives you. Confirmation is like a, like a booster, so it makes you cry out to God, Abba, Father. It unites you to Christ. 
It engrafts you more deeply into Jesus, the, the, the vine. It gives you the gift of the Holy Spirit, and it renders our bond with the church more perfect. And the Catechism, and here I quote, says that confirmation gives us a special strength, the strength of the Holy Spirit to defend the faith and spread it by word and action as true witnesses of Christ. This is kind of the resemblance of Acts of the Apostles. Confirmation, and this is you. You have received the grace of the Holy Spirit to spread and defend the faith both by word and action as a true witness of Christ, to confess the name of Christ boldly. That's the grace you have received. It's at the same time a gift and a responsibility. So confirmation, and this is again the, the word of the Catechism, prolongs the grace of Pentecost. What happened on the day of Pentecost is prolonged, made real, contemporary to us through your own confirmation. So you are baptized in the grace of Pentecost. You are Pentecostal in some way. You are a confirmed Catholic. You have this call to be a witness in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, when it comes to share our faith by word and action and become a true witness of Christ, in today's society, one of the great temptations is to be afraid. And I have it easy. You are like my worst kind of public. But you have it tough. When you go to, you are in high school and you go to even Catholic schools, you face opposition. If you work in the corporate world, you, you, you can face opposition, and so on and so forth. For me, it's very easy to say this, so I say it with humility. But the main, one of the main obstacles to share and to spread our faith is being trapped by fear. You might have heard both from Archbishop Sample and St. John's Society many times the, the gift of this book from Christendom to Apostolic Mission by Mark Shea. He says that the great temptation of Christendom is hypocrisy or lukewarmness. When society is pretty much a Christian society, we can fall into the trap of going through the motions and maybe showing off our faith more than what it truly is. But the main temptation of the apostolic age is fear. While in Christendom, this is quote, people are tempted to profess more faith than they have in an apostolic age, these times, people are tempted to profess less. Open apostasy, apostasy is the living of faith, motivated by fear, becomes more common. So we are confirmed Catholic. We have this duty to spread and defend the faith by word and action and become true witnesses of Christ. But inside of us, we might face this fear. And many times, this fear is motivated by real risks. The risk of losing your job, the risk of losing friendships. 
is a society that is more and more aggressive, hostile against Christianity. So that's why we need this new anointing of the Holy Spirit to be like these disciples, to look at them, their boldness, how they went and they proclaimed Christ. And the key is not, not to have fear. We all have fears. The key is to overcome it because of love. So in this week, pray for a new boldness. Pray the Holy Spirit may activate the grace of confirmation. Let me share like 10 ways, and I'm not going to go in depth into each one of us. Practical ways to spread and defend your faith. One, come and see evangelization. Invite people to Catholic events like mass or retreats. Two, book evangelization. Share a good book, a good video, a good website, a good podcast. Whenever you read, listen, hear something, ask the Holy Spirit, whom can benefit from this resource and share it. Three, dinner evangelization. Invite others over for dinner to your house. Hospitality is a great way to share your faith. Square space evangelization. This is evangelization in your square space, in your Jerusalem, in the people around you. Develop the capacity to meet, to connect. Friendship is always the first step of evangelization. Testimony of life evangelization. Hopefully, the fruits of the Holy Spirit became manifest in our lives, and our lives become attractive to others in such a way that other people begin to think, I want to be like that person. I want to be like him. I want to be like her. Apostolate of prayer, evangelization, praying for others. I just talked with this man who, his son is away from the church. He went to the military, went to the East Coast for training, came back this week. And this man always tried to share his faith with his son. But he realized he will not listen to me. So this was his prayer request. Lord, I pray that you surround him with good Catholic or Christian people. So this young man came back this week, and he was sharing with his father, I don't know what is going on, but all these Christians are coming to my life. And he said, like, he almost started to cry. And then he says, Dad, you know, it's even worse. I'm dating a good Catholic girl. I think that's when he started to cry. So that's the apostolate of prayer. The crucifix evangelization. This I mean like hang a rosary in your car or wear a crucifix instead of any magic stone in your necklace, like put a crucifix. Give public manifestation in your iPhone, in your laptop, in your background, put a Bible in your office. If you put something in your car, be Careful to drive like as a Christian, no? Like don't speed, give a good example. In many times can be a public, uh, like a conversation starter for others. Say grace before meals. It's a kind of act of courage and, 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 and boldness, very small. 
Always be ready to write and share your testimony. Always be mindful of how good God has been with you and to share that with others. I just spoke with a lady who works for Nike and she was giving a presentation before 200 people. And she had to show four pictures that describe her life. The last picture was a picture of a silent retreat that we did last year. And she showed the picture and she says, this is one of the essential elements of my life, my faith. This brings so much meaning and happiness. If you are interested in talking about this, please let me know. This was before 200 people. And three people emailed her saying, thank you for that testimony. I am a Christian. I would like to follow up with you. With one of them, she met for coffee, and she's a, is a, like a Christian. She's not Catholic. She invited her to Alpha 201 at St. Michael's, and I met her. And she shared my, her, the story from her perspective. But that's a true and a, and a bold profession of faith, to say I'm Catholic and this is important for me, and if you're interested, let's get together so we strengthen our faith and we become stronger in our Christian faith. When it comes to share our faith, I know it's not easy. And I know many times people don't want to hear. That's the pain in the hearts of, of, of many of you. Maybe you have a son, a daughter, or relatives, or co-workers to whom you want to share your faith, but there's no interest. But you need to know that your task is to sow. Think of the image of the sower as a parallel of the sower. Most of the seeds are wasted. Most of the seeds you will sow in this work of being a witness will be wasted. I would say 90% of the seeds you sow will be wasted. But those who bear fruit, they go, they grow 30, 60, 90, and they become fruitful. So don't get discouraged. Be a sower. Waste many seeds. Wake up every day and have that desire or pray for that desire of sharing the seeds of life, of peace, truth, and love. So on this Ascension Sunday, let us pray for a whole week with faith and conviction of the coming of the Holy Spirit upon all the church in the world, upon the church here in, in Oregon, and upon your life. That the grace of Pentecost, the grace of confirmation, may become true and real in your faith, in your life, and so become a strong, bold, humble, loving defender and witness of the faith of Christianity.